Ladies and gentlemen, Aesthetic Soundwaves is in association with Ruckus Avenue Radio. Go check them out at www.ruckusavenueradio.com. That's Ruckus, spelled R-U-K-U-S. And, like always, proudly supported by Dilla's Delights in downtown Detroit, 242 John R Street. Make sure to go check them out. Now... Back to our regularly scheduled program.
Yes, yes, and what a way to start off today's show with <laughs> a PSA musically the world needs to hear with such a powerful message by the one and only Jay Dilla off the album Dillatronic. That was track 41. Man, what a message we need to hear. I just got to say this. One more try. We have gone too far to stop now. One more try. It is all we have got now. That's powerful. I could babble on and babble on my opinion, but you know what? That track right there states something for us all. For me to bab to say more would be killing the message. So, PSA right there to the world given by the one and only Jay Dilla, rest in power. Shout out to Ma Dukes, shout out to Uncle Herm, the Yancey family, the whole Dilla's Delights crew for the love and joy that they bring this whole entire universe, world, and including yours truly speaking right now. Enough mad respect, not enough can be said. Appreciation from the bottom of our hearts. Don't think I'm done with uh, this D set yet, though. Hold on here. So I gotta get, I had to get that knocked out before I babbled or killed the time that I didn't need to kill with my garbage, I guess, right? Some real material there. But shout outs, okay? So I gotta give shout outs, of course, to the world, you know, but I also gotta give out to hits where I'm seeing people. Um, Georgia, state of Nevada, Michigan. Detroit, of course. Detroit, keep your heads up. World, keep your heads up. Um, we're going to get through this. New followers. MPC Wiz, thank you. Much appreciated. And, of course, the Emily Plays podcast. Um, much appreciated. Much appreciated. So, folks, here's what today is. Speaking of perfection, right? the idea of it so in I just played some Dilla time right isn't it funny you know in the previous shows in other seasons I've built up from rag time to monk time to just recently Marsalis standard time and uh, now we're getting into Dilla time or also things probably affected Dilla time but Everything does, right? But, most stories, we've actually gone in chronological order here. <laughs> very, very interesting, what I think. Um, practice makes perfect, though, right? Of course, it's good to practice in uh, smaller sets than bigger, not to burn yourself out, right? But, a lot through the net past two days, or not two days, what am I saying? <laughs> through this whole ordeal not just through the internet, but in general. There's a lot of people who get bored and just don't know what to do, whether it be they don't want to read or, you know, this is the time to find something, a craft hobby, like I said before, to do. So, that being said, this next... Okay, so this next record I'm getting into, I'm playing the whole side one, right? This was 
This is Russ Morgan and his orchestra. It, it's entitled Music in the Morgan Manor. It's a tap dancing record. It was about 19, late 1940s, 1950s, right? But speaking of, as I said, especially um, Dilla time here and any other time, the, uh, there's breaks in between the 8th or sometimes 12th measures or bars for people want to go by that. And you're giving that time to, of course, this is meant for the tap dancer, to tap it out in the silence of that and keep with the beat rhythm. So that being said, for this next set is for, uh, or this for next song, or yeah, <laughs> is meant for people. So this is the time if you want, if you play an instrument, if you got tap dance shoes, you're at home wanting to dance, dance your what frustrations out, whatever, and or whatever man, manner this is. This could be for even, this could even be for DJs out there, uh, scratch in between a set, MC, whatever. Whatever your profession or hobby is that can be used to have fun on this right now and practice and hone your skills, this is the time, a good record to do this. So if you need to pause right now, go get your instrument, shoes, whatever. Pause and uh, re-hit play. Come back and hear this because you're going to enjoy this. So... As I said, this is where practice makes perfect, right? I'm going to read you off the full track list, though, because, uh, well, it does get broken down into four songs. I'm just going to read you the whole thing. The first one you're hearing is The Waltz Clog, Neapolitan Nights, by J.S. Zamanchik, Harry D. Kerr. second one after that is Buck and Ween, Bye Bye Blues, by... Your host really needs to improve on his writing. <laughs> D. Bennett, uh, B. B. Lone, and C. Gray. After that, Soft Shoe, Off Swanee River, Stephen C. Foster. And the last one that gives you more practice in there is Military Tap, also known Stars and Stripes Forever by, of course, John Philip Sousa, right? So I'm going to let you folks get into this right now. Remember, practice makes perfect, and let's just get into this and have fun today. I'll be back in a second.
Okay, so time to relax a little. So, you know, take a breather. <laughs> Speaking of Stars and Stripes, though, I got to give a shout out to all, everyone in the military. Everyone in the military who listen and support um, my show from my past. And much respect to one and all. And shout outs and salute to you guys for doing what you do. So, enough respect to our troops out there. I am going to say this much today. For those people looking for samples, I am being very gracious and, and uh, generous this season because of, well, everything going on. But you know what? As I said, this is sample time. And I'm not sticking to just one type of practicing record today. I'm bouncing back and forth. So I'm going to get to that in a second. But this next one, though, for people looking for cuts, you're definitely looking in the right direction needless to say and I guess that builds up in to it right there sometime back in my shows I basically brought up the idea about how I always like to put my shows on a specific time and when I don't get there I kinda get a little mad but everything plays out right so I'm a little impatient. I like to kind of rush things sometimes, but that QC material sometimes all comes along with the events given. And this next record I'm playing happened to come right in the same time, a little a few days before I saw something. So I was having to re-edit my social media, change uh, the aesthetic sound waves side up a little. and. I ended up coming by a post. I'm not on social media as I say all that much, but by a post about this ventriloquist. Her name is Megan Pyphus. And I clicked on it for a various reason. And she's a ventriloquist that uh, does her thing, seems talented. And, you know, it's interesting because a few days beforehand, Hi, number one, go check her out uh, on her Facebook deal. I've never heard of of her primarily because I don't actually have a TV. All I have is my music and my radio, right, or my computer. So I don't watch a lot of television. But she was on a specific television show, one of those big highlight shows, like America's Got Talent or whatever it might have been. I'm, and I apologize if I state the wrong thing. Um, not quite sure on that, but. Back to point is that a few days beforehand, when I was creating this episode for today, I decided to put this old ventriloquist record I found some time back. And great record to listen to. I'm going to tell you something, folks. You got to give respects out, respect to people who do that sort of thing because it is not easy. I have tried this myself after listening to this record and there's no way I could do this it's it's hard uh, fun but there's it's not easy so that being said give respect to people who are doing things like this that may seem cheesy or make us it may not seem like a popular format or whatever but there's a lot of hard work and practice that goes into this sort uh, of art and just in general ventriloquism it's trust me so that being said one go check out 
the, that talent that she is and then see what goes into it and behind it uh, is basically what I'm trying to say. So this next record, when I'm playing, is Jimmy Nelson's... This was made mid-1950s. A lot of these records don't have dates. Back to point, though. Jimmy Nelson's Instant Ventriloquism with comments by Danny O'Day and Farfel. This was like a, a dummy and a dog, basically. But it comes off the Juro Celebrity Records. This is all of side one. Once again, you folks are going to have fun with this. Try this at home. No, you're not going to hurt yourselves doing this. I hope you don't, at least. Um, but it goes to show that my point obviously said, like, don't slam something before you try it. I'll be back in a second, folks. Uh, Danny. Yes, Nelson. It seems to me that if I could teach you how to be a ventriloquist... Yeah? I could teach just about anybody. That's a heck of a way to start this record, Nelson. Look, isn't this supposed to be simplified ventriloquism for the beginner? Right. Well, I'm way past beginner for years. I know that, Danny, but you've been a dummy all your life, and I... Gee! Watch your language, Nelson. Sorry. Look, if I teach ventriloquism to go along, I think it would make a more... And he'll be able to learn ventriloquism in a surprisingly short time. Now, what do you think of that? Makes sense, Nelson, but I'm... Good. Ask anything that pops into your head as I give these lessons. Now, when I ask you to repeat certain phrases, you repeat them. Uh-huh. And our student listening along to this record should repeat them right along with you. What do you think of that? You may fire when ready, Nelson. Go ahead with lesson number one. All right, Danny. The first thing to learn is that ventriloquism is basically the art of being able to talk without moving your lips. Now, the word ventriloquism, or ventriloquy as it's sometimes called, comes from the Latin venter. What does that mean? It means the belly. And loqui? What does that mean? To speak. Venter, the belly. Mm-hmm. Loqui, to speak. Right. I get it. <laughs> You're a belly speaker. Is that anything like an after-dinner speaker? <laughs> Certainly not, Danny. No, it simply means that the ventriloquist utilizes his stomach muscles in controlling his voice, that's all. But we'll get to that later. Good. Yes. Now, the first thing to practice is the position of the mouth. Danny? What? The position of the mouth. Oh. Now, this is extremely important. Now, you have to understand this before you can begin any of the ventriloquial voices. Okay. Now, here's how you do it. Listen carefully. Yes. And our student, listening along with this record, practice the position of the mouth along with Danny. Listen. Okay, go ahead. Close your mouth. What'd you say? I said close your mouth. Okay. Bring your teeth together. Yeah, uh, like this? No, not, not too tightly, Danny. Just close your mouth and hold your teeth together. Close my mouth and hold my teeth together. No, don't clench your teeth, Danny. Just close them so that they barely touch. Okay. Yeah. Now part your lips slightly. Yeah. Still hold your teeth together. Yeah. Part your lips slightly. No, not that big. Not like a big smile. No. No, just part your lips slightly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's better. That's it. Now you have your mouth closed, your teeth together. Yeah. And your lips are parted slightly. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That looks good, Danny. Good. Now, now the jaw must be relaxed. The lips parted slightly, and the tongue must be free to move around inside the mouth. The tongue uh, feel loose in there? Uh-huh. Good. You see, the tongue now has to create the sounds that your lips would normally form. I got it. Right. Now, your teeth are together, not clenched. No. Your lips are slightly parted. Yeah. That's it. Good. Good, Danny. Very good. Now we can go along with the beginner's alphabet. 
What's that? Now, don't open your mouth. Just keep your lips slightly parted. Now, without moving the lips, but using the tongue inside the mouth, repeat these letters after me. You ready? Yeah. Good. Now, our beginner listening to this record, hold your mouth in the position we just learned and repeat along with Danny. Go ahead. All right, now, both of you, here we go. A. A. Good. Don't move the lips. C. C. Good. D. D. Uh-huh. E. E. Careful, careful, don't move the lips. Sorry. G. G. H. H. Don't clench your teeth now. Okay. I. I. J. J. K. K. L. L. That's it, that's it. Try not to move your lips. N. N. O. O. Q. Q. R. R. S. S. T. T. U. U. X. X. And Z. Z. <laughs> very good, Danny. Very good. But you did move your lips just a little bit there, didn't you? I couldn't tell. I couldn't see. That's right, you couldn't. Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to sit in front of a mirror. Which one? Mm, Any one. That one over there will be fine. Sit down, get comfortable in front of the mirror, and I want you to practice, practice, practice. Practice what? The beginner's alphabet. Now, I'll give it to you again. Sit down in front of that mirror and repeat after me. Okay. Got your mouth closed? Uh-huh. Not too tightly? No. Lips parted? Uh-huh. Tongue loose inside the mouth? Uh-huh. Here we go. Once again, faster this time, you and our student together. Here we go. A. A. C. C. D. D. E. E. G. G. H. H. I. I. J. J. K. K. L. L. N. N. O. O. Q. Q. R. R. S. S. T. T. U. U. X. X. Z. Z. Very good, Danny. Now, I want you to sit down in front of the mirror for about a half hour. A half hour? Yes, yes, sit in front of the mirror and keep repeating the beginner's alphabet over and over and over again until you can see that your lips are no longer moving. Got it? Got it. Good. Now go ahead. And that's about all there is to lesson number one, except for the practice that goes with it. So I'd suggest that before going on with lesson number two, do as Danny will be doing for the next half hour or so. That is, sit down in front of the mirror and practice what you've learned so far. Now, you can go back on this record and play the beginner's alphabet over and over again as long as you sit in front of the mirror and try to pronounce those letters along with Danny without moving your lips. Go ahead and good luck. Well, Danny? Yeah? Have you had about a half hour in front of the mirror? I have, Nelson, and listen, I'm beginning to sound like a real ventriloquist. <laughs> and I'll bet you're finding out it's uh, getting more comfortable for you and easier to hold your mouth in that position, isn't it? Yeah, my, my mouth feels very relaxed. I can do that whole beginner's alphabet without moving my mouth at all. This is a cinch. All right, now, since you're doing so well, let's move on to the more difficult letters. Okay, which ones are they? B, F, M, P, V, W, and Y. Oh, yeah, that's easy. <laughs> it didn't work. No. I guess I got drunk with power. Mm-hmm. But I did so well with the others that I thought... That's just it, Danny. You see, too many people try to learn ventriloquism overnight, and it just can't be done. No. 
It's a process of practice, practice, and more practice. Oh, I, I know that. All right. But if you follow my lessons carefully, Danny, I believe that both you and our student listening to this record will have the fundamentals very shortly. The practice, of course, is up to you. I understand. Well, let's get down to business. Okay. The difficult letters must be taken up one at a time, Danny, because, you see, since the ventriloquist must not move his lips, he has to find a substitute sound for each letter. Where will we start? Let's start with the letter B. Now, Danny, as you found out the hard way, you can't say the letter B without moving your lips. No. No, so we have to substitute another sound for the letter B. In this case, we'll use the sound of the letter D. Wait a minute, Nelson. D doesn't sound like B. <laughs> Not to me, anyway. Mm -hmm. Well, here's where the practice comes in. You must learn to say D while you think of B. Get it? <laughs> no. All right, let me put it another way. No ventriloquist can get a perfect B sound without moving his lips. No? No. So you must make your audience believe that you're saying B while you're actually saying D. How can you do that? The only way you can do this, Danny, is with a lot of practice in front of the mirror again, saying D but thinking B. Saying D but thinking B? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let me give you an example. Go to the mirror and try this sentence. Okay. Look in the mirror now. Hold your mouth in the position I taught you. Yeah, I know the position. Okay. Now say this sentence. The boy bought a basketball. Uh-huh. Using the letter D instead of B. Yes. Say the boy bought a basketball. Okay, here I go. <laughs> the boy bought a basketball. <laughs> that sounds terrible. I'll admit it never sounds like much the first time you try it, but I can't impress upon you too much the importance of thinking B while saying D. Now try it again. Okay. The same sentence. The boy bought a basketball. Well, that sounded better, but uh, I moved my lips a little. Okay, try it again and try not to move your lips this time. Try hard. Now say D, but think of the letter B. Okay, here I go again. The boy bought a basketball. That's getting better, Danny. That's getting much better. Now do it again. The boy bought a basketball. Getting very good. Danny, I guarantee you that if you sit down right now and practice this letter for about 20 minutes, you'll be ready to fool any audience into thinking you're actually saying the letter B without moving your lips. Hey, this is fun. <laughs> the boy bought a basketball. The boy bought a basketball. You see, a ventriloquist only improves with practice and experience. Now, you're doing okay, but remember, you've just started. There's still plenty of room for improvement. Now, I want you to take the next 20 minutes and sitting in front of the mirror, practice this sound until you think it's perfect. And if our student is really being conscientious about his lessons, he'll take time out right now and do the same thing. Holding your mouth in the position you've learned, repeat the sentence over and over, looking in the mirror and saying the letter D while thinking of B. Go ahead. Okay, here we go. <laughs> the boy bought a basketball. <laughs> The boy bought a basketball. The boy bought a basketball. The boy Now, Danny, the second letter in our difficult alphabet is the letter F. Uh-huh. What do we do with this one? The very same thing we did in learning how to pronounce the letter B. What's that? Substituting another sound. It's just as simple as that. Now, remember, you concentrate on one sound while you say another. I remember that. What do we do this time? Well, instead of saying F, we'll use the TH sound, like in the word the or they. You know, uh, say the. The. The? Oh, you mean instead of saying F, 
I'll say uh, F, like E-T-H, like that. That's it, F, not F, but F. <laughs> Sounds like you got a lisp, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, yes, but that's the way we do it, Danny. We say F, E-T-H, instead of F. Now, you'll notice you can say F without moving your lips, but to say F, you see? You see, you have to move them. Now hold your mouth again in the same position I taught you at the very beginning of this record. Okay, yeah, I got it. Teeth together, not too tightly. Lips slightly parted. The tongue loose in the mouth, yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Now think of the letter F, but say F, like E-T-H, F. Okay, here I go. Uh, uh, F. Hey, that's not bad. Not good, you moved your mouth. Oh, sorry. Come on, back to the mirror you go. Okay. Now look in the mirror, Danny. You're going to say F. That's as if it were E-T-H. Say it. F. Mm -hmm. Instead of F. Now here's a sentence for you. If good fortune follows a fellow, he's fine. Oh, that sounds like a tough one. No, it's not so hard. Try it. Now remember, E-T-H instead of F. Okay, let's see. I look in the mirror, hold my mouth in the right position. Here I go. If... Good fortune follows a fellow, he's fine. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But just because this letter's a little easier than B, don't get overconfident. No, I won't. It also needs a lot of practice to make sure that your lips don't slip. Right. Mm -hmm. Now try it again. The sentence is, if good fortune follows a fellow, he's fine. Okay. If good fortune follows a fellow, he's fine. If good fortune follows a fellow, he's fine. Well, it's coming along. All right, now this again needs more practice. Another 20 minutes or so on this letter, and then we'll go on to the next one. Okay. If good fortune follows a fellow, he's fine. Come on now, student. It's up to you. Practice along with Danny. If good fortune follows a fellow, he's fine. If good fortune follows a fellow, he's fine. If good fortune follows a fellow, he's fine. Now, the letter M, Danny, is a little more difficult, but with enough practice, I think you'll get it. Again, we use the same system we used with all the other difficult letters. What's that? That is substituting another letter. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, the closest we can come to the letter M is the letter N. N? Right. Now, you say N while thinking of M. Oh, I get it, just like we did with the other letters. That's what I said, exactly. And believe me, it works, Danny. Now, you found out it works pretty well with the letters B and F, didn't you? Uh-huh. So let's try it with the letter M. Now, think of the letter M right. while you actually say the letter N. Okay, okay, G give me a sentence. I can hardly wait to try this one. All right, let's try a simple sentence like, many men make money. Are you kidding? <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Uh, uh, many men make money, that's what I say. Right, now try it using the letter N. While I'm thinking of M. Okay, here goes. Uh, nanny nan make nanny. Oh, that's ridiculous. That's not even close. Well, don't forget, Danny, we're being extra critical here. In normal conversation, that N sound might very easily pass for M. But, of course, this sound does need much more practice. You can say that again. But above all, don't become discouraged. You see, none of this is going to sound perfect the first time. Or the second time, for that matter. Well, that's true, Danny, but try not to get discouraged. You'll be making almost perfect sounds in a surprisingly short time if you'll just follow my instructions. Okay, okay, I'm sold. Let's get on with it. What's the sentence again? Many men make money. You do it with the letter N, but don't forget, 
Think M. Okay, here I go. Uh, nanny, nan, snake, nunny. Well, that was a little better. Right, try it again. Uh, nanny, nan, snake, nunny. All right, but you're starting to move your lips, Nanny. Now, just relax. This is a very difficult letter, so don't, don't let your lips become tense. Relax them. That's it. Now, try again. Uh, nanny, nan, snake, nunny. Nanny, nan, snake, nunny. Golly, the more I do it, the better it sounds. That's the whole idea. The more you do it, the better it sounds. Now, come on. You'll master this one in another 20 minutes or half hour at the most. You think so? I know so. Come on, back to the mirror, Danny. And you too, student. I hope you've been doing these lessons right along with Danny. So both of you, keep your eyes on your lips, watch the position of the mouth, and here you go, over and over again. All together now. Many men make money. Yeah. Many men make money. Many men make money. Many men make money. We're reaching a point now, student and Danny. Yes? We're reaching a point where you should know exactly what I'm talking about when I say think one sound while you say another. These difficult letters all pretty much follow the same pattern. That is, find the sound as close to the original as you can and say it without moving your lips while you're thinking of the original sound. What you get is a contraction of the two sounds, and lo and behold, you're saying things you never thought possible without moving your lips. Hey, it's not so hard after all, is it, Nelson? That's what I've been trying to tell you, Danny. Now, that brings us to the letter P. P? Let's see. Let's see if I can guess. Now, you have to move your lips to say P. Now, what's the closest sound to P I can say without moving? Uh, I know. I got it. I got it. What do you think? T. The letter T. Am I right? Am I right? 100%, Danny. You're really catching on. You substitute the letter T for the letter P. Yeah, but don't make me say Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. Please. Okay. Tell you what I'll do. Try a sentence like, please play the piccolo. I don't even know what a piccolo is. Doesn't matter. Say it anyway. Okay. Using T instead of P. Here goes. Please play the tickle <laughs> That tickles just to say it. <laughs> Don't forget, while you say the letter T, you have to think the letter P. I remember. Let me get right to the mirror. I'm going to get this one fast. Hey, easy does it, Danny. I like your enthusiasm, and I hope our student listening to this record is just as enthusiastic. But remember, you can't rush ventriloquism. Practice is the rule. Okay, okay, but let's, let's get on to this one. The sentence is... Please play the piccolo using T while thinking P. Here I go. Please play the tickolo. Please play the tickolo. Hey, it's coming along. Good, Danny, but take as much time with this one as you did with the others. And that goes for you too, student. So come on now, practice along with Danny. Let's hear you. Here we go. Please play the tickolo. Please play the tickolo. Please play the tickolo. Please play the tickolo. Now, Danny, student, this brings us to the letter V in our difficult alphabet. Okay, Professor, how do we tackle this one? <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's say we just walked into a supermarket and we saw a sign that said, Values in Veal and Venison. Okay, now what do we substitute for V? Simply the, T-H-E, the. Just uh, the, like that? Right, Danny. Now, how would you say the sentence? Well, uh, substituting the for V... It would come out uh, values in veal and venison. That doesn't sound right. 
That's because you haven't practiced it enough yet, Danny. Believe me, it'll come out just like the others did. Well, I'll have to take your word for it, Nelson. Okay, let's practice. Uh, values in veal and venison. Oh, wait a minute. I'm saying thee, but I wasn't thinking of V. Aha, there's your trouble. Wait, let's try it again. Uh, values in veal and venison. Values in veal and venison. It's coming. It's getting better. Of course it is, Danny. And our student here must be doing better, too, if he's been following along closely. Now, how about it? The two of you. Let's go back to the mirror until you can get this sentence perfectly. Watch those lips. They mustn't move. I know. And think V while saying V. Come on, student. Practice along with me. About uh, 20 minutes on this one? Right. Let's go. Values in veal and venison. <laughs> Values in veal and venison. <laughs> Values in veal and venison. Values in veal and venison. Now, Danny, we're going to have to approach the next two letters a little differently. Why? Well, you see, up until now, with these difficult letters, we've been substituting another letter for the original letter. Yeah, we know. For B, you use D. For F, use F. For M, use N. For P, use T. For V, use V. So? So, we're going to take the last two letters in the difficult alphabet together. How come? In a hurry to let school out? <laughs> no, Danny, it's just that the sound for the letter W and the sound for the letter Y are the same. They don't sound the same to me. Well, take a sentence like, when we work, we win. The beginning of each word in the sentence has the W sound, as in the letter Y. Get it? In other words, if I can say, when we work, we win, without moving my lips, I can also say, why, without moving. Oh, yeah, I got it. Okay. Now, instead of finding one letter to replace the original here, we need two. Sounds complicated. It's really very simple. Can you say, O, without moving your lips? I guess so. Let's try. Oh, yeah, easy. Can you say I without moving? Uh, I, I. Sure, both of them, easy. All right, now put them together and say O-I. 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 So what does that prove? Say them again, this time closer together. O-I. Faster. O-I. Faster. O-I, 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 O-I. Hey, it sounds like Y. It sounds like Y. If you say O-I together fast enough, it sounds like Y. Exactly, Danny. Now, using that same technique, try the sentence. Which one? When we work, we win. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when, oh, we, oh, work, oh, we, oh, win. Hey, just put an O in front of it. Now, don't forget, think when, but say, oh, when. Yeah, I got it now. This is really a cinch. O-N, O-E, O-Work, O-E, O-Win. Now, faster. O-N, O-E, O-Work, O-E, O-Win. O-N, we work, we win. That's it. Come on now, student. You too. The O-I sound. Keep looking in the mirror. Don't get sloppy now and let the lips slip. Try it along with Danny. Start slowly, then faster and faster until you get the sound you want. Come on. Together now, practice. O N O we O work O we O win O N O we O work O we win When we work We win When we work We win It ain't easy. It is not easy. I could not do this. So yeah, definitely. If that interests you guys, I'm sure you know. There's so many other forums and other places that teach this. If that gets you interested, hey, get into it. You know. Uh, support the cause, right? So, 
the uh, the clock's ticking down in time here, and I need to give some general info out. If you want to get in contact with me, folks, I do. I am amping up some things now. One, okay. If you want to contact me? I do have an email. It's defjuke at yahoo.com. That's one lowercase word. That's D E F J U K at yahoo.com. I do have my uh, aesthetic sound waves uh, community Facebook page. So go on there, like it, follow it, all that good jazz. I do have a Tumblr now. So once again, if you're on Tumblr, go on. I'm, and a lot of these are in construction now, so bear with me. I'm, I'm teaching myself this as I go. But type in aesthetic sound waves, you're going to find me on there. And I did set up an Instagram. I'm still trying to figure that thing out for the life of me, but I do have one. So you have a few ways to get in contact with me. Message me through those. And, of course, I'm at here at Ruckus Avenue Radio. Shout-outs to them, by the way. Thank you so much for the support respect and all that good jazz but i also if you need to go back into old archives hear my shows you can go check me out at the podbean site which is another one of my main sites so go type it in you're gonna see i'm at uh you'll see my email, uh, my my podbean site you can message me at that and follow me on that also that's like what five ways to get in touch with me now so you know, I'm I'm expanding myself, folks. Expanding. <laughs> I need to shut up though. The the clock's ticking. Here's where I'm gonna go back out though. Okay. So we're gonna get back into Dilla time here. The outro track today is going to be once again the one and only James Yancey, James Dilla. The D. That's right. This is off the album Vintage. One of my favorites, to be honest with you. I, this, a great album. I love it. And so, once again, without, because I have been, I won't lie to you, <laughs> without getting emotional about this, but, you know, world, but world, keep, keep your heads up, stay strong. Detroit and New York, you know, you we are known you guys are known to be tough cities, and this is the time to show the world the strength that we are made of. So, that being said, New York, keep your heads up. And we know it's not easy, but keep your heads up. Detroit, Detroit respect here, man. We're on this together. Let's help each other out. But I want to know... <laughs> One thing right now, before I end this show, Detroit, where are you at? What up, doe? And I usually don't say that, but you know what? Where are you at? Stay up. This is how I'm going to end the show today. On my note, but I'm going to even off better. End it off, excuse me. Even better. With Della, of course. So, that being said, folks, thank you so much for the tune-ins, everyone, everywhere. Much respect and appreciated. Next time, next wave. This is your man, Glass, signing out.
Welcome and uh, what up, though, from the D? Uh, you listen to Aesthetic Sound Waves, uh, and I'm here with my man Glass and uh, I'm Ha, and uh, some call me DJ Ha. But we're uh, right down here at Dillard's Delights, uh, 242 John R, right in the middle of downtown Detroit. Good donuts, ladies and gentlemen, made down here in the D. Get them, cop them. Yes, sir, that's what we're talking about. So uh, not only will we bring you delicious donuts, we will bring you uh, some wonderful music, some wonderful information, and, uh, you know, historical Detroit stuff, man, uh, right here from uh, Aesthetic Soundwaves. <laughs> 